Hi, I'm Daryl Cagle, and this is the Cagle Cast, where we're all about political cartoons. And today we have three great Israeli editorial cartoonists to discuss their cartoons about the conflict with Hamas and the Palestinians. Gentlemen, it is great to have you here. Yeah, great to be here, Daryl. Great to be here. A fan of Hi, the podcast. Darryl. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Paul. Uh, yes. Michelle Kitschka is an editorial cartoonist for various Israeli television stations. He draws graphic novels, including an impressive one about his father, who was a Holocaust survivor. Michelle won the cow at Saint-Jus le Martel and a ton of other awards. And he's a professor at Bezalel Art Academy in Jerusalem. Welcome, it was Michelle. my professor, actually. I think it was both of us, no? Yeah, and, both and, of mine. Yeah. yeah, it was our and, professor. And uh, too, but when you were students, I was not a professor i was just a teacher I was younger. and also you invited me to go give a speech to the whole college there and that was really yes. great fun and a very impressive college i i've got to say yes. um, uh, big and, and impressive a, and... New, a new campus that you must visit next year Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, this is one of your cartoons. The international cartoonists draw a lot of uh, doves of peace. And yeah. uh, it's it's one of uh, one of those standard, I, I guess, the French call it a cliche that we use. And uh, so you've got the dove of peace in the hourglass here as I guess Gaza is uh, getting destroyed and their time runs out. Um, yeah. This is, uh, and of course, the skeleton of the Dove of Peace. I think to fully appreciate it, uh, readers just need to know how ubiquitous that Dove of Peace is in international cartoons. So uh, that that makes it all the more interesting. So beautiful drawing. Thanks a lot. The truth about this cartoon is that on the first day of the war, on October 7th, I was so shocked that uh, I could not imagine what I can draw. And I used this cartoon that I published in 2021. If you... If you look at the date, it's from uh, 2021. And, uh, and it was when the Hamas uh, tried attacked Israel with tunnels, okay, which is different from today. This, this cartoon actually does not describe the reality because on the 7th was a massacre, it was a pogrom, cruel and barbarian. And so this cartoon is too soft, but we did not know yet. I did not know yet what was the situation. And so I, I put it online and then I began to draw every day two or one or two cartoons up to date according to the situation. You see the date on the bottom right? Yeah. And you have Ashkelon, Ashdod, and Tel Aviv. And, uh, and you know, it seems like a normal war. But what happened on the 7th is not a normal war. That was something different. And there's a huge consensus in Israel that uh, uh, that was a barbarian attack and a terrible shock, and it will take years to overcome it. And we, all of us, have so many friends in this part of the country, in the south of the country, and they are going to funerals every day, you know. Uh, 1,300 killed people in 24 hours almost. Never happened in our history. And so for many people, you know, they give them back, you know, they think back about the Holocaust, and they think back of the situation of Israel during the independence war in 1948. So we are in a terrible situation and we don't know where it's going. So this cartoon is nice, is beautiful, thank you. But it's not. it does not describe exactly what is happening here now, I must say. Well, you know, it is also a PR war. And here in America, we got all the news about the horrors of the Hamas massacres for about four days. And then the news switched to uh, the people suffering in Gaza. Yeah. And I suspect that that's the way it's going to stay for quite a while, which is interesting to me that Hamas seems to be so successful in this PR war. That may be their goal achieved. Yeah, yeah. 
on her. Yep. They have plenty of useful idiots over there. That's the that's the that's the tragedy. That's the tragedy. But uh, I don't know. There there are some. Uh, I think even if people in the Arab world that uh, are shocked by the massacres. Some of them. Hopefully, you know, maybe it'll take time and uh, they will realize their the, the error of their ways. I don't know. That this is this is not uh, this is you know this is not Islam. This is not uh, fighting for freedom. It's just uh, barbarism. So uh, here's another one from you, Michelle, that's yeah. uh, looking for symmetry is justifying barbarism and showing that there isn't equality on both sides of the horror. Uh, on television, they make uh, quite an effort to offer equal time to spokesmen from each side. Uh, there are two things in this situation that uh, really uh, make me angry. The first one is people who are talking about symmetry. It is symmetric, Okay. What we do and what they do is the same. This is one thing. And the other thing that is a lot of people talk about the disproportion of the reaction of Israel. And, uh, and people forget, they are simply forgetting that the Gaza people are by themselves hostage of the Hamas, who is shooting and, and launching their missiles from the population concentrations inside of Gaza. And there's no way to make a war. It's not an army, it's a, it's a guerrilla of terrorists. That's a very, such a complex situation. And making the symmetry or making the, talking about this proportion is simply not just. And so this is what I did in the previous cartoon and also in this one, just to explain people that the reaction of Israel to terror and pogrom and barbarian and massacre and slaughter and butchery must be understood. And people don't have to forget that the Hamas not the Gaza people, the Hamas, is a terrorist organization. And their ideology is erase Israel from the map. And so there's nothing we can talk about with them for the future, to construct something in the next future. The thing that surprised me and uh, I mean, even a bit offended me is the some of the Arab cartoonists that were very joyful the minute the, the massacre happened, you know, and they celebratory cartoons. And I said, come on, really, I, I would never, you know, I think I don't think any Israeli cartoonist ever celebrated child uh, kill, being killed in, in Gaza or anything. It's always a necessity for us to go to war. Nobody wants to go to war. Nobody wants to bomb bomb anything. And uh, some of, I mean, I, people I met in Saint Just and all that, and I'm thinking these people, uh, you know, would celebrate when I, I'll be slaughtered and my, I don't know, my my children and everything, and, and they will celebrate. You know, they will be happy. So it's really left me a bit, uh, you know, in a very bizarre position all of a sudden. But hopefully, maybe they just just don't realize, or I don't know. I I still have hope that maybe they will come around someday and understand the difference between uh, you know the israel and hamas which is you know it's it's like like michelle said it's it's totally different entities like hamas is hamas is actually responsible for destroying the oslo uh, process he's the one who killed it i mean with the suicide bombings and all of that it's an organization of pure evil and and this time they expose themselves as such and still people you know they see the poor people in gaza and that's uh, that's the only thing they see and now by liberating one by one hostages they want to appear as a humanitarian organization, okay? Yeah. But you know, uh, Daryl, there's something very important that if you are not Israeli, you can't understand it. We are in Israel also, not all of us, but a main part of the Israelis are absolutely criticizing the politics of our government who is responsible for the situation for the last 15 years. And I mean Bibi Netanyahu, okay? I have to name him. And so we are in, in a situation that somehow we have to defend ourselves by cartooning. 
explain our position to the world by our cartoons. But on the other hand, we, we, we try to control our hard feelings that we had toward this collapse of the intelligence service of Israel, of the lack of preparation of the army. And everything is due to the, the way Netanyahu rules this country for 15 years. And, and this is an, an internal debate, and we try to avoid it because we are at war, but you can't separate the things. It's very, very complicated to us. You know, there has been a perception that Israel is this very big, very efficient, very good intelligent service and military, and that's kind of been shattered by this failure, and that's a, that's a costly loss because just having that perception of competence, uh, like America lost when we went into Iraq, um, yes. that's, a, that's a big loss, and that emboldens the enemies. Yes, and you know, we are on a big chess game led by Iran, and we also have high tension with the Hezbollah in the north, which is also a terrorist organization. And the Lebanon people are also hostage from Hezbollah. This is a very complicated situation. So if you are not really aware of what is happening here in the Middle East, in this region, you can't understand the situation now between Israel and Hamas. It's much bigger than that, much complexer than that. Your president came under war to Israel, and this is the first American president ever who did it. And so it means that the situation is very serious and it had international implications. It's not just a conflict as the conflicts that we had in the past with the Hamas. This seems something much bigger and much more dangerous for the future of the region. So, Yuri Fink is a yes. very popular comic book artist and writer, along with being an editorial cartoonist. He's published 22 books of his popular Zbing comic strip and comic book and is the editor of Zbing magazine, which has over 200 issues. Yuri is the president of the Association of Israeli Cartoonists and is an old convention buddy of mine, and he went to yep. Bezalel Art Academy in Jerusalem. Welcome, Yuri. Hey, great to be here. I'm going to show a couple of cartoons from each of you. Uh, this is one of yours. Uh, you know, there have been all those protests at Harvard that uh, look pretty anti-Semitic. So you've got Hitler in one pocket and the Harvard student in the other pocket. Although, actually, yeah. uh, you have her as a Harvard student. I wonder why you changed Harvard. <laughs> Maybe just, you know, the deadline, uh, you know, uh, breathing down my neck. Maybe I, I, I misspelled it. But the whole thing oh. was... <laughs> But the thing is that uh, that the equipment of the uh, you know of the Hamas terrorists, the way they they're part of their equipment is is the the Nazi ideology and the and the Harvard idiots you know that uh, continue to protest against Israel even though you know we are now definitely the the victims for a change. So that's that's the point of the cartoon, you know. I just well, I think to... you were the victims in the media for about four days, and then they switched to the Palestinians yeah, being the yeah, victims, that's... and it looks like it's going to be that for about four months. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it looks like that, but uh, you know, it, I, you have to do what you can, you know. So I do a cartoons. I, I try to do cartoons as much as I can. That have not not too much text in Hebrew, you know. That, uh, but now you 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 know you. Uh, this is from today. This is actually the cartoon that was published today. So I still have time to maybe uh, correct the mistake and post it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's another one of yours. This is for tomorrow. This is the cartoon from tomorrow. Yeah, from oh, this tomorrow. is for tomorrow. Gal Gadot yeah. versus Mark Ruffalo. Okay. I have to explain these cartoons because uh, this is also an audio podcast. And so people that don't see it don't have any idea of what's going on. So I apologize for that. Now, Mark Ruffalo says, yes, I am a bit anti-Semitic as he holds his stand with Gaza sign and he's roped by Wonder Woman. 
I take every opportunity because I'm a big American comic book fan. So every opportunity I have to use American superheroes in my cartoons, I take it. So now there's a big, you know, the Gal Gadot is on our side because she's a, you know, a full-blooded Israeli and Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, he's against us. He's always uh, posting against Israel and all that. So, hmm. you know, that's a good opportunity to, to draw the Hulk and then Wonder Woman in the, in a, in a political cartoon. Yes. That's interesting. I didn't know that that was his um, uh, vocal point of view. Oh, yeah. He's one of the most vocal uh, anti-Israeli uh, actors. You know, he's, uh, he has occasionally has to apologize because it turns out that he supports some <laughs> horrible act or something. Uh, but uh, now there was two like two big letters sent to, to Biden or whatever. We are celebrities and we are protesting the support to, to Israel. And then another list of Israelis, we are, uh, you know, support Israel. So uh, that's the that's the conflict uh, between the two list of celebrities. And I chose the representatives that I, you know, I like to draw. I like to, that's part of my, my world. That's the superheroes. And, uh, you know, I drew them. Now I will introduce Moshe Gulst, who is an editorial cartoonist originally from Ascalon, a city which has recently been devastated by rockets from Gaza. He currently lives in Tel Aviv area. It's the head cartoonist for the largest newspaper in Israel, as well as several other newspapers. He's an author of several national award-winning comic books and works closely with the international human rights organizations. And he, uh, too, studied under Michelle at Bezalel Art Academy in Jerusalem. Nice to have you with us, Moshe. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Here's one of yours. Uh, You've got a Hamas... uh, artist painting like Picasso, kind of a, a horror Picasso of a disembodied victim. And defense officials expect the latest attack to inspire others. And the Hamas artist says, this is what will happen to the next Jew I meet. So actually, this is a cartoon I did a year ago. Oh, so, really? And yeah, so it just it got a new uh, meaning, dreadful horror and meaning. And it connected with the things that uh, with the, the previous uh, cartoon by Michel that some of us some of the cartoons that we do they seem to um, to be relevant again and again and again and this uh, this this thing I, it was before I even thought of such a barbarism that happened on the seventh of October the seventh and I did it after just one uh, terror attack that somebody uh, stabbed. Uh, Israeli, and we have uh, this uh, cop cat that j- just mimic the terrorist actions. So that was the the, the main uh, the main theme. Uh, like uh, a lot of the defense officials, uh, they always say that one one terror attack inspired other terror attacks. So I just I thought, okay, what could be inspiring? I took it to the to the art field, and so uh, yeah, and sudden and, and today just got a horrific meaning. And the sad thing is that this is not the most horrific thing that was done in the in the terror attack. There yeah. is a theme of the cartoons about Israel and the Palestinians of the conflict repeating and going on forever. And those cartoons are evergreens. You can look back in <laughs> your archives and run those anytime. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it happened to, to all of us again. And uh, although this attack is something different because... It killed the like the faith in a lot of Israelis that somehow you can get I don't know you can't have a peace with the neighbors and suddenly the the difference between east and west became, for my opinion, really uh, clear. Uh, the result is, is devastating for for a lot of Israelis that for 
from what I I hear uh, from I'm originally from the south and what I hear from a lot of people who were there with their parents got killed or their friends got killed who managed to escape the, the horror and a lot of them had a uh, really uh, like peaceful um, views they are uh, shattered they just don't know what to do their, their hope is gone and so so today I, I wouldn't do uh, this kind of cartoon because it's just too too still too too fresh the horror okay uh, here's another one of yours the conflict in a nutshell is a four panel cartoon 1940 no to a Jewish state. 1967, no to a Jewish state, that looks like Yasser Arafat. 2014, Abbas, no to a Jewish state. And 2100, no to a Jewish state. It just goes on and on. One of those on and on cartoons. Although uh, you see the, the buildings growing bigger and more successful looking in Israel as the years go by. Yeah, yeah because that's what we... That's what we do in Israel. We try to to be successful, to, to make life, to to, to bring uh, achievements. We always try to put our hands there and then try to to make peace with the neighbors. And the funniest thing for me is that um, this attack and, and the war. A lot of people are begin are beginning to call the the Hamas uh, also the Palestinians, some of them Nazis. And this is um, something that wasn't really popular before. And because of the, the, the horror that we experienced these kinds of, of actions only, only in the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. uh, in the 40s, the, the leader of the Palestinian national movement, uh, Hajamin al-Husseini, he was a Nazi. So somehow it's like the history was a way of repeating itself or, or connecting to the past or I don't know what. But um, this is also something interesting. And, and also the, the, at the end, it's the, uh, the four uh, panel, it's uh, Hamas. Uh, it sums up the situation. I like your, this cartoon. I haven't seen it before because it sums up, sums up the situation of the tragedy of the two people, the Palestinians who have no states and Israel who have no peace. Okay? Somehow. There There's one thing. Because we are talking to Americans, I would like to add something about the villages and kibbutz who have been attacked on October 7th. You know, most of those villages and, and kibbutz, mainly kibbutz, they are lefties. And some of them have relation, work relation with people from Gaza for years and years. And some of them have friends in Gaza. And so this is why what happened in October 7th is so terrible. No one imagined. Some of the people who have been taken hostages or assassinated were uh, in NGOs helping people from Gaza to be taken in Israeli hospitals to get operations, that the services that they can't get in Gaza, and uh, helping, helping, helping them in all the ways they could. And so they could not imagine. And the other thing is that in 48, they were the pioneers who defended the south border of Israel against the Egyptian army. So those people are the constructors of the state. They are also those who are ready for compromise, and they were the victims of this terror attack. This is terrible for them. I think that feelings that they had is also due to this, let's say, the lack of any illusion of possible solution for a conflict in the generation to come one or two generations. This is terrible what happens. People have to measure it. It's not like what we knew before with Hamas. That's something different. Well, I'm going to go through a dozen uh, cartoons from around the world, and uh, maybe you guys want to make some comments. This one's by Chris Wyant, one of our cartoonists. Oh, I thought this okay. was, uh, for a, a symmetry cartoon, I thought this oh, was yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, we already nice. discussed the, the symmetry thing. Symmetry is not, uh, don't think it's uh, appropriate at the moment. 
because it really wasn't symmetry this time, because uh, what the Hamas... What I think is we have to separate. The thing is we have to... The only thing that I can identify with this cartoon is that it shows the Palestinian flag and not the Hamas flag. I think the only thing that we should... Uh, uh, the only realization we should, you should come to is that Hamas... Hamas has always been an organization that is, as I said, is pure evil. It's nothing to talk to him. We, we can't then negotiate with him. We can't do anything with him. So I think his point was to attack those kibbutzim because he knows those are his biggest enemies, the people who believe in peace. So that he, he targeted those kibbutzim specifically to, you know, to wipe out any hope for peace. That was it. That's his goal, all his existence, everything he, that's his, uh, that's his uh, raison d'etre to, mm-hmm. to stamp out all, all hope for peace. Well, so you know, this- the symmetry thing is what we're hearing as a drumbeat on television all the time, 1,400 casualties in uh, Israel and 4,000 in Gaza. I think, yeah, I think we live in a, in a world that, uh, like, the, the, the strong is less moral. I mean, this is a way of thinking of a, a lot of people. So if you're strong, it means that you're less moral or less ethic. Or, and I guess that, like, it's, if, you, if you try to, to see it, like, in, a, in American eyes, it's like, Canada was, uh, I don't know where, was governed by ISIS and attacked America, so the U.S. So, but but uh, the U.S. is much stronger. So, hey. you know, and I'm sure uh, Montreal would would have suffered a lot of the uh, bombshells. Death to America, eh? Yeah, that's that's uh, the Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> this one is by uh... the previous one. You know, the previous one shows a misunderstanding of the situation. I think because this cartoon this is very one... generic. It could be the cover of a book explaining the long conflict between Israel and Palestine. This, mm-hmm. this cartoon will always be right, but it's not up to date, as yes, we said. True. It's yes, not true. about what is happening now. Yes. It's too light. Yeah, that's the thing is, okay. Uh, this is Tom, no? This is Tom Jansen, and yep. the hostages hidden in the tunnels. The thing is that uh, the good thing is that the Hamas uh, terrorists, they wear masks, and you don't have to draw their faces. <laughs> because uh, if you had to draw their faces, they would be like monsters, and it would be... It would, be, it would be idiotic. I don't know. So it's good that they wear masks. So you don't have to draw them. Just draw a, a person with a with a mask and a green headband, and you're set. It's a Hamasnik. It's not a Palestinian. We don't we don't fight Palestinians. We fight Hamasniks. That's that's the whole. That's the that's the difference. You don't uh, you know. And that's the the thing. Is he's trying to get in and and look for it. I must say that I don't know Tom. I never met him, but I like this guy. I like his work. And all his cartoons are artistically wonderful, intelligent and sophisticated and balanced. I really like this man. I'd like to meet him in one of my next trips to Europe. He's from Holland. He comes to Saint-Just sometimes. This yeah. one's by Bart Van Leeuwen with the Hamas driving out between the legs of Netanyahu. Not much security from Netanyahu. Yeah, that's, that's a cartoon that could be done in Israel nowadays. I mean, but in Israeli cartoonists, they, 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 some of them draw pretty much uh, in that vein, you know, that, that kind of uh, way of thinking that uh, Netanyahu as an idiot, as a, as a buffoon, and still, you know, and you don't see the faces, it's good. Well, Netanyahu is looking pretty terrible with all that judicial reform. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he looks like a villain here. Um, oh, really? I, th- I thought it looked funny. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I look at the No, I mean with regard to the court. <laughs> I, I think okay. this cartoon I think this cartoon, the previous one that you showed, you can't understand what is the position of the cartoonist. This it's one? Really, yeah, this one. 
it could have been done in Gaza, in a local newspaper, celebrating. The, ah, the, you the, think the so? Yeah, it looks celebratory. It looks celebratory to you. I don't know. I like don't know. The whole uh, the focal point of this is Netanyahu's sure. butt. Yeah, yeah. I think Michelle is right because, uh, I mean, just uh, I think today or the day before, uh, the Iranian press service just posted the Israeli cartoon. And it's hard in a war to criticize without your enemies trying to benefit from it. And I think mm-hmm. in the times of war, it's one of the hard things. I mean, yes. for me, for us as a cartoonist, I'm sure Michelle and Ori will, will agree. Yeah, okay. Well, I think, well to I be think, fair to Bart, I, I don't. I don't think there's any pro-Hamas in this cartoon. No, I don't think so. This cartoon published in Gaza would make people laugh, and in yes. Israel it would make people cry. No, no, I don't it's think... Well, come on, have you seen the cartoons in, in, in Haaretz? The second day of the war, yeah. uh, Biderman drew a cartoon of the entire government hiding under the table. Yes, oh. I see. I saw yeah, it. The one, that's a well, defining cartoon. I mean, people yes, shared it like crazy all over the, all over the yeah. internet. So I think still... it's very important to keep... criticizing the government especially now that yes. it's so incompetent yes. uh, not not security wise I'm talking about you know the whole okay. uh, managing of the the country this okay. is a Dave Granlin cartoon with BB Netanyahu okay. being blind with his Intel guide dog who is okay. also blind well that's not very that's not very uh, clever I think it's just uh, I don't know it's not that clever yeah <laughs> Just yeah. illustrating the situation, yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Here's a cartoon from Andy Singer. Uh, terrorism just touches the tail of the Israeli dog, which then rushes bite his own tail. That's, uh, that's nasty. That's, that's a nasty cartoon. Because, you know, it's like overreaction. It has all the elements of, uh, of a wrong position on the matter. Well, that is half the news that we're getting, that uh, Israel is overreacting. No, I, th- I think the, the thing is that we are... We, Like the dog's bite is supposed to be the terror attack of I don't understand I, I don't understand I the that, sorry. I, I, Please. I think that, that this is the, the, the goal of, of terrorism like maybe here it's I don't know look a little bit funny or something but uh, terrorism can't win military wise so they just try to, to make you fall into your own uh, holes and then just like they, they did to so many other Western countries I think and um, But eventually, you know, especially in, in Gaza, it happened a lot. And with the Palestinians, that they're doing a terrorist attack. And eventually, eventually it just um, it shakes apart the, the political structure. I don't understand the, the, the dog biting. Why, when did we bite our tail? I don't understand. I mean, what's the tail bite represents? I don't understand this cartoon, really. The, the, you the want to terrorist... explain well, how, how I understand it? Yes, please do. Please do, please do, Professor. Please do, Professor. No. No. <laughs> I'm your colleague now. <laughs> You're always here, Professor. And your friend. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. It's about sure. the difficulty to fight against an army, against something which is not an army. And actually, uh, the, the Americans have experienced it in Afghanistan. Actually, they did not know how to fight there, and the consequences were a lot of loss of lives and, and money for the American, and they couldn't bring stability to the region. And as far as they left Afghanistan, the Taliban came back. So when it's not a, let's say a normal war, is there such a thing, a normal war? But again, terror, you sometimes buy it yourself. I, I mean, you, 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 you go on being the victim of the fight, the right fight that you are doing, trying to do. It's not so simple. So I, I don't... I don't think it's so nasty. I think that uh, we still don't know how it will end. We'll see. Here's another Granlin cartoon with uh, 
Israel will allow civilians to evacuate in Gaza at the edge of the cliff with nowhere to go says to where. Yeah. Okay, that okay, that's that's simply wrong because if if Egypt would let open the the border, they would be able to go there. It's not a cliff. It's not a cliff. It's that you should you should draw there an Egyptian and not letting them in. I mean, that's the whole uh, problem. They they say they are are barric that that's a and, and and it's not. I mean, they have a open border. They have a border with Egypt as well, so they could go there, but they they don't let them. So this cartoon is simply it's nice. It's funny. So it's a funny situation, but it's a wrong situation. It's not that. It's not that way, you know. But but you know, given that Egypt won't let them in, there is no place to evacuate. Okay, okay. But uh, if you ignore that fact, you know, you you you're simply left with the fact that uh, the tank is want to you know okay that's uh yeah, I think that if i may add something that maybe it's not uh, quite uh, uh, spoken uh, in the media that that a lot of the people who made all those atrocities were civilians i mean it wasn't just hamas terrorists it was a lot of uh, just ordinary gazans who came into the kibbutzes and, and settlements and all this and just like slaughtered and this is something that really um, made the, the people of israel uh, horrific and, and made them like shock and and it's also um so so this is like um something that's when you see in all the cartoons you see all the, just uh, hamas militants and hamas fighters and and terrorists and not the civilians but this is a point that's worth uh, talking about or mentioning well the mm-hmm. point that we see on tv all the time is that the civilians are victims and not necessarily in support of hamas but my understanding is that there hasn't been an election on the west bank for the palestinian authority for 17 years largely because there's an expectation that they would vote for hamas and it may be, it seems to me, that perhaps the civilians in Gaza support Hamas, even though mm-hmm. there's no election. Okay, so Do you look at it that way? Listen, I think that in Gaza itself, the people have no choice. There's no political party has opposition. There's if they party. had a choice, would they vote for Hamas? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. But this cartoon, the second balloon, where to where is written, could be uh, Hamas wants us to use as human shields. Okay, so we will not evacuate because I don't know if you heard of it in the American media, but some of the Palestinians from Gaza who moved to the south in the direction of the Egypt border were also bombed and killed on their way to there because the Hamas did not want them. They wanted to use them as human shields. And it seems that people are forgetting that. Okay, so this cartoon could be good with another caption. Even better, I see. Okay, okay. I've seen that one. one. Hajjaj, yes. This, this oh, okay. is by Imad Hajjaj. Yes. Imad Hajjaj uh, is, is a great cartoonist, but, uh, but this, this, this one... Soft, uh, did. This is one yeah. of the softer. Yeah, but this is, like Michel said, it could be done as a book cover for the situation. Everything. It was so, done in the last week. Yeah, yes. that's, the only, that's the only thing that it's relative to to, the, to this uh, discussion, because it's, it can be done anytime, you know. And Who killed this? Uh, this could be... Well, this is obviously Israel that killed the bird because it's the bombed-out building. And well, uh, we, yeah, the kibbutzim don't look much better now. I mean, so after the you know after the massacre, so I don't know. Okay, you know, the, 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 I think that the difficulty of moderate people in the Arab part is that they condemn the Hamas, but they they cannot also identify with Israel. So, so this cartoon is somehow soft, even if it's not right. 
it's soft. It tries to be somehow moderate. And it's well done artistically. He's a very good artist. But yes. uh, it's really one-sided. Really, really one-sided. This one's by Marian Kaminsky from Austria. Okay, um, okay. that's uh, the first one that I can really, you know, uh, that puts all the blame on the on the, on the Palestinians. Uh, that's uh, yeah, and it shows that they, uh, they that, that's something should have I would a good have... idea of what was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one I, I thought I, I should have. I wish I, I I thought about that uh, cartoon. That's the first one that I said. Is wow, that's a great one. It's a good image and. Uh, <laughs> And it, it shows the situation, what's uh, what's probably about to happen, I guess. Oh, Here's that's, another Hajjaj cartoon. Yeah. I I, I don't know if I'm... Uh, it, you know, that's another... The attitude toward Hamas like, as a cat is, is too forgiving, I think. It's not... The, the, both Hajjajs, they, they, all the time, they... They can't. They can't bring themselves to be really against Hamas. They can't bring either. That it's not legal in I don't know in Jordan to do things like that. But to compare Hamas to a cat, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of cats anyway. But but uh, it's but not Hamas, it's I'm not a big fan of Hamas either. But uh, I don't know. Like you feel sorry for the cat, you know. But they, they should be much more. You know, the cat should be. It's like a little demon or something should be. You know, or something more evil. You know, although cats are pretty evil, I must say. This is one of mine. It's an older one. I've got. The kids in the sandbox, they're playing Israel versus Palestine. They're fighting each other and they're cussing. And the mom said, the kids are playing Israel versus Palestinians. And the other mom says, how cute. And they grow up still fighting and playing, still fighting with knives and guns now. Then they're old men and then they die. And then they're skeletons with their bones bleaching. Um, The good point is that they rest in peace. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. That is the end of our podcast. I appreciate you coming on to talk about all these serious issues in cartoons because cartoons make serious commentary and people need to understand that not all the things we do are jokes. And I think editorial cartoons convey all of those issues better than words. And it's time that editors realize that. So remember to subscribe to the Kegelcast wherever you're watching or listening today. Our Kegelcast is available in both video and audio versions. So if you don't see the cartoons, go to Kegel.com or Apple Podcasts or YouTube or Spotify to see the cartoons in the video podcast. We're available on all the podcast platforms. One that I like is Podcrusher, which shows the videos very nicely. But just watch it wherever you want. But be sure to subscribe there. And thank you all for coming again. And we are going to do a part two of this one. And we will see you again soon. <laughs> See you soon. Soon, when the war will be over. Soon.